Good day to everybody. Welcome to episode 40 of the Spawns in Pajamas podcast. It's Lars and Dolph. Yeah. As always. We were trying to get a couple other people on, but uh, not feeling very well and, you know, social lives as fucked as again. So. Yeah, and uh, with Christmas coming around the corner. Oh, it's only yeah, going to be busy. Yeah. Mm-hmm. There might be some solo ones coming up. Lol. Well, but. We'll cross that bridge when we come to it. Hopefully, it won't be too many solo ones. Yeah, well, I hope so. I can't. I don't think I can carry this for an hour. <laughs> wow. They could be very short episodes because uh, they probably will just like f- flash through them. So, um. Pardon me, sorry. Jaffa cakes. Pinky. Mini Jaffas. They're still Jaffa cakes. I still like them. Jaffa cake and A form is beautiful. Yeah, indeed. Even more so when they're free. Oh, even better. Yes, even better. Do you remember when they had those um like plastic containers that you ripped them off into like little thingy oh, pops and they were mini ones? Blue, little blue plasticky shit things. Yeah. yeah I remember those ones. Yeah, they were great. <laughs> you, used get, you used to get a six in them or something. Yeah, it was like a six pack and you like ripped them off and you like peeled off a blue film and this is some, oh, little mini Jaff cakes. But now you've got these little tiny little three pack things like, like more packaging than Jaffa cake. Oh yeah, that's usually how it goes these days. Well, they they did that a while back, where they took them down from twelve <coughs> chaffa cakes per uh, box to ten. Bastards. I know, but they did make them a little bit cheaper as well. So I think I think it's okay you now. I'm not sure because they were still trying like one pound thirty or something daft for it, and it's like mm, no, and then it's like oh, it's pound. So if you can find the ten chaffa cakes for a pound or a double pack for a pound, you're winning in my mm. eyes. Yeah, or even a pound fifty. Mm. It would be a bit of a push. Yeah, a pound is always better. Yeah, a pound for ten. Ten p a, a jaffa mm. cake sounds more than reasonable. Ten p a jaffa. Yeah. <laughs> right. Shall we uh, well, get on to tonight's topic? That was then? quite. That was quite quite a fucking tangent, wasn't it? There's <laughs> <laughs> a little pre um pre podcast ramble. Yep. I'm gonna pad that out. Okay. Um. <laughs> yeah. Dad's apple crumble and cottage cheese misadventure. Okay. So. I'll be well, that my, one short one. Yeah. My my um. <laughs> Mum and Dad uh, made apple crumble with like um, tayberries, raspberries, and all that shit in it. Mm-hmm. And so I get told this later on. And I just thought it was fucking hilarious. So I'd share it. Uh, my dad makes himself some crumble, microwaves it, dings it, goes into the fridge for some uh, some cu- for some cream, some mm-hmm. thick cream. Uh, my dad's dyslexic, by the way. It's dark, so he's not really being able to tell which is which, grabs a pot, pours it onto his uh, apple crumble, sits there and eats the whole thing, then remarks to my mum later on how uh, it was a little bit salty. Yeah, he put cottage cheese on his uh, Oof. On his crumble. He said it didn't taste that bad, though. Well, I suppose it's one of those little happy accidents, isn't it? Yeah, but still, there was so many like jokes. I was like, um, "Mom's like, oh, we can have crumble for your pudding today." To my dad, I'm like, "I have to inform you, though, Dad, they've run out of cottage cheese." Just, <laughs> <laughs> like, just, just giving the fucking, just giving the little, little dig in there, getting the, <clears throat> getting the piss. The little, yeah, little dagger look when dad, it, when you look back at you. My dad thought it was funny. My mom was like, "Fuck off," because <laughs> it was her cottage cheese. <laughs> yeah, and it could have ruined the crumble with it, but it turned out it was um, yeah, it was a happy accident. Weird. I don't like crumble. Don't like cottage cheese, so that can stay. See, I don't like crumble either. I just find that a little bit too sweet. 
Mm, so if you, it depends, depends on the apples, though, but you can take the um, sweetness down with, um, I think you can do it with a little bit of cinnamon. It takes a little bit of the edge off. But I just don't like apple sauce and apples made that way. I'm very finicky. Mm, I, I don't like apple sauce either, to be fair. Yes, and because apple crumble is basically like apple sauce in a in a crumble pie. Mm. Uh, no, <laughs> this is no for me. Um, so yeah, there we go. A little bit of personal preferences. Don't if you're going to date me. <laughs> you... <laughs> I couldn't face that one with a straight face. Uh, don't give me apple crumble. <laughs> chocolate fudge cake and ice. No, just chocolate fudge cake and ice cream. Or cheesecake, vanilla cheesecake. New it York sounds like you're a very simple man. I am a very simple man. <laughs> Although, uh, I, I, with the chocolate fudge cake and ice cream, you mix it up into like a mush. And it's the best, like, goopy, chocolatey, vanilla-y, fudgy, just yum. See, I used to do that with, um. I think everyone did that when I was a kid. You know, you get like the Neapolitan ice cream, like the strawberry, the vanilla and the chocolate. Mix it all together, it's just like some sort of a creamy, brownish gloop. Yeah, we do with chocolate fudge cake. And ice cream. Mm. Yum. Hot <coughs> chocolate fudge cake as well. It has to be hot. Yeah. Okay, um, next one is mine. Uh, okay. You've got some Yorkshire in you. Please explain this. So, <laughs> well, appar- apparently, um, it's a... F- well, it's a thing up in North when, you, when it comes to um, whiskies and shit. So this guy comes in. He's been coming in at the bar, I don't know, about a month now, I'd say. He's... Absolutely a fucking pleasant guy. He's a he's a he's a he's a gem. He's a diamond. He's he's absolutely brilliant. He always comes in. He always orders an IPA and a double grouse. No ice. Yeah, so, people are very p- picky about how they have certain things. Yeah, some have a bit of ice in the whiskey. Some have like a little drop of water, just to kind of make it a little bit smoother. But yeah. he always has it straight because he's you know he's you know he's his choice. So I'm, I do the double grouse, pour it in the glass, and then I'm holding the, the shot glass in my hand just to warm up a little bit. Because whiskey being a, a viscous liquid, it sticks to the container inside it, which is poured. So I hold it from my hand about 10 seconds, pour the last few little, little drops out. He goes, you've got some Yorkshire in you. I was like, why is that? Because it looks like you don't want to waste any whiskey for a customer. I was like, well. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, it's, you're paying for whiskey. I'm going to make sure you get all your whiskey. I'm not going to lie, that is proper, I mean, there are some really tight Yorkshire people, and they're not far from us, so I think it's fucking funny. Yeah, so he, he asked if I have any, have, have, have I got any relatives from the area of Yorkshire or York, I was like, well, I said my granddad was originally from York, but he moved down here. But beyond that, he's the only one I really know, really, who has some northern roots. So... So we got a chat and he told me a, f- a few things where he was from. I actually can't remember where the fuck he was from now, actually, because I kind of switched off. <laughs> but, yeah, he's a, he's a really pleasant guy. He's, he had another IPA, another grouse, and he'd done that and we bid him farewell. It's, 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 some people think bar work is, you know, it's all pouring pints and shit like that. But there is some, um, you know, little banter on the side, chatting to customers, oh, yeah. dealing with sh- shit like that. It's, you know... There's, it's just people like that who come in. It makes it, you know, this isn't a bad job. You know, you've got a nice, friendly, talkative, respectful person who comes in and you make sure, makes your job really, you know, meaningful. Yeah. And then you've got these people who are like, oh, bruv, I'm next. No, no, Stella, mate. Yeah. Oh, oh and a Guinness. Fuck off. 
Yeah. What's that, Guinness? I don't ask for Guinness. You literally said, nah, mate, I didn't say Guinness. What'd you say then? I didn't say Guinness. You fucking did. <laughs> I would have poured it out of the way. Yeah, I, I must admit, I'm feeling a little bit burnt out on bar work at the moment. That's why I haven't really got any stories, because I'm just like, I just... I'm just, just there um... to, to nine to five <coughs> in it, and then getting out. And I shouldn't be feeling like that. I mean, I do have customers that I really like, and I, I do enjoy talking to while I'm at work, but... The... It's just when you're burned out, it's kind of it gets pushed away. So I kind of think you don't really want to yeah. bother, bother with it. I don't really think about it outside of work. I mean, you mm. hoops by. That's right. I'm still eating traffic cakes. Right. is going to be pissed <laughs> off because it's his pack of hula hoops. Yeah, just say, <laughs> yeah, just say he am in his sleep or something. <laughs> <laughs> I think this next one's yours, but I think I can probably so uh, convene with this one actually. I'll, I've got the story pulled up because I knew it was going to be coming up. And look at me being all uh... prepared. <clears throat> I've got to find the story now, actually. Yep. So uh, there was a, a call out to rescue a macaw parrot called Jesse, who was trapped on a roof. And uh, this is a female parrot, by the way. Now the <coughs> Excuse me. <coughs> now the owners <coughs> said to her, "To bond with her, say I love you." <laughs> so, uh, like, the parent had been up there for like three days as well uh, at this point, and um, so the parent, the firefighter, says, "I love you." <laughs> but Jesse the parrot was just like fuck off <laughs> uh, so yeah um, it, they were just, the parrot was having fucking none of it <laughs> so I apparently even though it was grumpy she was fine uh, she flew to another roof then to a tree near her house and eventually came back um and she's safe and sound. But it was I just thought it was fucking funny. It's like let's try to say I love you to her. So who's been saying fuck off to her that she turned around and just goes, Fuck off? So it must be one of those things where it's like, Oh, yeah, my my um my boyfriend, I keep saying I love you to him because he goes, Fuck off. And they're obviously like the parrots are copiers, they copy things. Mm, that's why with I kill, mimicry. Yeah. yeah, that's why I kill all the parrots around us in, in Minecraft. Because they keep making like uh creeper noises or zombie noises and <laughs> And it's just fucking annoying. Mm. But, uh, yeah, so the the outcome of the pirate was he made it back all right. Filled the air with, you know, obscenities, obviously. It was another story I've read a while back about um, <clears throat> this parrot had such a potty mouth. And he, he would resort to, obviously, the fuck off, the C word, wanker, bollocks, bastard. <laughs> Shithead. And I tried to um, get him to say words. Swear bollocks, it was rollocks. <laughs> but <laughs> see, just the power just not have it. Mm-hmm. Right, let's go back to the topics at hand. What's the next one? Yeah. Right, this one is from work and it is about um the the infamous jazz Sunday we have once a month where we have the, the ham sandwich, no uh no bread. No bread and shit like that. And Pirate Jazz Guy, we call him Pirate Jazz Guy. I'm not telling you what his real name is, but anyone who knows me, who works with me, knows who the fuck I'm on about. 
<clears throat> this guy is an absolute fucking dick. Um, they constantly book for tables uh, that they don't then fill for food because we allocate on a jazz Sunday tables by allocations of food orders. So if there's going to be three people eating, they get a table for three. And what they keep doing is they keep like booking for a table of four but only two of them eat. And, and two of them turn up later. And it's like, yeah, and it's like, well, no, that's not how it works. And we've told them that. We told them it doesn't work like that. But they blissfully ignore the fuck out of us. And I think all of us, including like the manager, the manager's mother, me, have told them at one time or another this. And it's getting to the point now where it's just like, we just want them to fuck off. Can't you blacklist them at all or anything like that? Well, I mean, the thing I wanted to do was say, right, you've got one more chance of booking. You book for the amount of people that are going to eat. You get a table based on the amount of people you eat uh, eat at that table. If, for any reason, you do not tell us a difference in the eating arrangements beforehand, and um, you try and subvert this, you will be not offered another table ever again. That's what I wanted to do. But um, I, it was deemed harsh. Even though we're all pissed off with them, deemed harsh, I'm, I kind of agreed with it, actually. I, I could have been more fair with how I was thinking about this. So the manager's mother was like, I'll deal with them. So it comes around to booking tables for them the next month. Uh, and we always tell them it's first come, first serve. Because she actually, like the pirate guy's mother, uh, mother, daughter, um, wife, whatever the fuck she is, I don't care. Um, <laughs> uh, <laughs> you can tell I'm angry about this because I'm... So spiteful. Oh. She <laughs> came up to me earlier on and like, well, that's not fair. And it's like, it's first come, first serve. It's the fairest way we can do it. But they've got our table. And it's like, it's not your table. You you book at the end of the session. So can't we book now? And it's like, no, you have to book at the end of the session. We'll be all here at the end of the session. Everyone comes to us. We book. It's first come, first serve. She didn't seem very happy about that. So I guess the end of the jazz session, everyone who's leaving, because it's pretty much jazz finishes five minutes later, everyone's out the fucking door pretty much. And then it's tidy up, and then I can go home. Um, and <clears throat> they sat there on the table that they, they managed to get because one of the other couples was off this time. They booked for a table of three, by the way, only two of them eight. Um, and they sat there for a good 20 minutes. Uh, the manager's mother was stood there with the, with the floor plan for next month waiting for everyone to come along. She stood there for a good 20 minutes, waiting for them to come. They got up and just walked out. Hmm. I, I just said to them, come on, they've got to have fucked it now. I, I wouldn't entertain them at all at this point, because they're not playing by our rules, they're playing by their own fucking rules. But if they come in and say, where's our table? And you say, well, you actually never booked. Because they didn't. No, they didn't book. And they, so if they try and ring up and book, it's like you had your opportunity to do it at the end of the... Thing, End the of the night just and, you just... <clears throat> and they just chose not to. Hmm. It, just, it just really pisses me off because they think they can just bully their way through. Apparently, as well, they're not the most popular group either in the jazz, um, like people that come to watch the jazz band. Even the mm. jazz band are like, fucking hate them. Time to fuck off. <laughs> Can't they do like a, um, like a, like a, a jazz bass song and kind of subtly hint? Well, apparently you know, they've been um, lambasting the the jazz group 
tell them that they're playing the wrong kind of music and demanding different songs out of the jazz band. It's like, it doesn't work like that. Just because they like the music doesn't mean they can dictate what he should and shouldn't play. Exactly. And I think they're grating on everybody at this point. Don't like the music. <laughs> Walk out the door. Yeah. Just turn around now, because you're I'm not, not welcome, welcome anymore. anymore. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, little duet, little duet for you. <laughs> but it's, it's just one of those things that like, I really just want them now to be like, well, we've written this. No, you didn't. It's like, um, the person who was w- watching it, can I wait for the, well, we tried to book, but there was no one there. And they're like, no, there was. Uh, the manager's mother was stood there for a good 20 minutes waiting for you to come and book, and you walked straight out the door. You didn't approach me or anybody else during that time to try and book a table. I'm waiting for the, the, the comeback because it will be great. And then they'll be like, oh, well, um, uh, and they'll be like, no. I'm just waiting for the, the no to come along. We just don't want you. We don't want them. <coughs> I wish, I wish they would just stop coming to the jazz sessions. We, I've been doing it for, what, close on five or six years at this point, And they are the single most annoying group and we've had annoying groups, but we've won them all over. This group, we want them to die in a fire. And that's the nicest thing I can say about them. Obviously, I'm not really meaning that fully, but, you know, I don't want them to come to the jazz anymore. Yeah, find someone else's um, pub to Go wallow away. Fuck in. off somewhere else and be annoying. Yeah, please. It's... it's uh, so, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to get off this before I ramble too much about it. I think I've got my point across. They're annoying pricks, and they don't really deserve um, to come to the sessions that we put on for them. Because it's free. We don't charge them for anything. The, the Basically, the, the ticket entry is them to have dinner. And they've never complained about the dinner. They quite like the dinners. But they're trying to circumvent the paying for the dinner thing so they can get free jazz session, basically. Mm. A prime I, suppose, I suppose the um, cost of food will cover the admittance of the jazz if it was the case. Well, yeah, I mean... Um, Quote my uh, manager's dad, God rest his soul. He was fucking great, by the way. Um, he says, "Oh yeah, all the jazz people come here and they're gonna boil some soda and water in the fucking hands." <laughs> he was blunt, mm. and I fucking loved it. It was great. Very yeah, succinct. <laughs> he wouldn't have talked no shit. I tell you that he would not have talked any shit. Oop. We're gonna move on. Um, yeah, this one, next, this next one's yours. I don't actually know anything about this, actually, to be fair. All right, so um, I, f- I fucking don't know what kind of celebrity Beldafine is. She's on Pornhub. She sells bath water to fucking weebs. Um, she got arrested for vandalizing <laughs> some bitch's car, she called it, after she had a party at her house and some b- and this said person has stole her hamster. Her hamster. Mm-hmm. Fucking really. So she went and got some like God. She got some like paints and drew on the side of this fucking silver car. Give me back my fucking hamster, you cunt, and drew uh, a picture of a hamster on the side of the car. So she got arrested for that. Got charged, I think, with vandalism, and I th- I think also she got her hamster back. Don't know if the other person got um done for theft or not. I don't know if it would be classed as kidnapping for a pet. I don't understand how that you'd class that part of the uh, the problem. But she got the hamster back. She got... Well, that'd be hamster napping in a sense, but I don't know if that exists. 
I don't know. You've, you've got kidnapping and catnapping and dog napping. I've never heard of hamster napping. I, I've also just thought of a podcast title. I'm going to write it in the bottom while uh, we go on. All right, I'm intrigued. <laughs> Tap, 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 tap. Yep. Yeah, I agree. <laughs> <laughs> uh, you, you're not now now tap. until literally you've seen the podcast <laughs> title and you're like, what the fuck's this? And you get to this part and it's like, oh, it makes sense now. But yeah, so... Yeah. Um, it might, get some, might generate some interest if it does look a little bit clickbaity. Well, yeah, but... The... But let's face it, who doesn't clickbait? Baldafine is clickbait. <laughs> I, 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 I'm a Pornhub... Uh, member, I've told you guys this many a time. You think it's a fucking joke? Go and find me. I dare you. Right? <laughs> I'm not posting any videos, but I am watching them. And uh, <coughs> so I thought, what the silently, fuck? Silently judging the talent. Oh, yes, definitely. So uh, when Beldafine was apparently on Pornhub, I went and had a look, and she's like, oh, um, Beldafine takes a huge load, and it's like her carrying, like, shopping. <laughs> And it's just like like heavy shopping. It basically it's whatever you can do. It's the most clickbaity fucking thing as well. And like she'll have these very suggestive thumbnails to a thing as well. And it's just like really, you you how? I mean, I mean Pornhub probably don't give a fuck to be honest because it generates money for them. Uh, and they don't have this advertising bollocks they have to go through that uh, YouTube has. Because at the moment, you can't fucking swear on YouTube, because if you do, it's technically going to demonetize you there and then. Yeah. You have to be very PG that's... on YouTube these days. Yeah, that's why a lot of people um, bleep out um, swear words now and don't say anything that's suggestive or um, age restricted. So you can't talk about alcohol or. Yeah. You can't, you can't say cocaine, apparently, on YouTube. You <laughs> say. Because some guy goes. I can't. I can't say what it is. So it's a. It's an illegal. Um, illegal narcotic white substance. Because <laughs> I can't say what it is. Because you were fucking demonetized my video. We know a while back they were fucking over gun channels. So like uh, <coughs> guys like Demolition Ranch and <coughs> FPS Russia and all that were getting demonetized to fuck just because it was a gun channel. Mm. And it was like. They weren't promoting gun violence or anything like that. They Just were very controlled safety. with what they were doing. There was really brilliant gun control safety and all that. Which is like, yeah, fucking hell. When there's Pornhub, it's like, bam, Beldafine, uh, taken from behind, and it's just like it's it's like her, I don't know, doing something that isn't getting fucked in the arse or something like that. I mean, like, really? So. It sounds like I said it's one of those clickbaity things. It's like that. It's like a, it's like an image I saw a while back, which um, I saw the URL. I was like, "What?" Basically, the URL says something like um, <clears throat> "blonde chick rides huge cock," and it's, it's a little chicken riding the back of a rooster. Yeah, yeah, those kind of things. Okay. Yeah. Um. Yeah, I'm. I'm. Uh... Uh... I'm editing the uh, thingy. All right. Uh -huh. Oh, the. I think that, yep. that works out better. <laughs> so, yeah. Uh, yeah, rumors of Disney um, have circulated, and apparently they're trying to bind back Spider-Man. I saw the future. So that's three, that's three times now. I know. <laughs> Why can't I go in the lottery already? Why can't I just see the lottery numbers and 
just end this like shitty existence that I have and have a fun time doing fucking crazy things with everyone. Be like Mr. Beast, but without the berating his uh, editor and being a bastard, apparently. Um, <laughs> so, <laughs> topical, but not really in the podcast. Fuck it, we don't care. No. Nah. So, sorry, little hoops. Rumors are that Disney, the House of Mouse, have approached Sony, or are going to approach Sony, with a small uh, offer to buy Spider-Man and the uh, the intellectual property back off them. You know, priced at $5 billion. That's small compared to um, what um, They Disney bought owns. Marvel for $3 billion. Yeah, that's chump change, really, isn't it? When you're as big as Disney. Yeah, and the thing is, I really want Sony to take it. Because you think about it, for them, $5 billion is quite a lot of money. Yeah, it means I won't have to um, beta test anything with that money, will they? They can just, fucking, yeah. they can just go straight onto it. Um, well, the thing I, I like about <coughs> the, um, this thing as well was they could even put the caveat on it. It's all right, we've got these last two movies that you will have. And then we buy this for five billion, so you make all this extra thing off you. And they might even go, and fuck it, we'll cover the costs because that's what they could do, and it would still make money, and it would still come back to the goodness. Yeah, so let them finish. The two, let um, uh, Holland finish up his next two films with the Sony and Disney uh, joint. The thing is, Marvel uh, won't get rid of Tom Holland. Basically, Tom Holland would have to say, "I don't want to do it anymore." And he loved he, Spider-Man. He's the one who actually um, got the, the deal. Yeah, he fucking it, did. It? It's come out that he did as well. He went to Sony, he went to Marvel, and look, don't be fucking idiots. I love being Spider-Man. You guys need to come back to the table and talk about it some more. It's a really good series. You, you've got a lot to lose by doing, not taking the deals and not negotiating this properly. Please do it. And... <laughs> It's like the fans were all kicking off and he's like, look, all these people are telling me this can't happen. Please don't make this happen. Work on it and get us back doing this again. Well, like I said, the, the House of Mouse has got a fucking huge pocket these days. But Fox Studios, for fuck's sake. <laughs> it owns everything that Fox TV Network owns. I think it's like uh, all the intellectual properties. And I think like Dexter was Fox. Um... I'm trying to think what else, like all these big uh, shows. Break, uh, break, Breaking Bad? Was no, that that's Fox? AMC. Um, I was going to say the, uh, the Walking Dead, but that was AMC as well. Yep. Uh, X-Files is Fox. Um, syndication rights on X-Files alone. <coughs> I think the House of Mouse has to be at least a couple of hundred billion dollars like rich, just off of profits, before they even go into like their own Disney stuff. Mm, just the acquisitions and shit, yeah. Because mm. Marvel have just gone from strength to strength over the last 10, 15 years. Um, Fox is a huge company as it is anyway. I think they were dwindling a little bit with some of the earlier stuff, but they were still able to keep doing stuff because of the syndication stuff. Um, I, don't, I just think that Spider-Man coming back to Marvel would be the correct thing for Sony to do. Because it will help them with their next fucking thing that we're going to talk about, which is the PS5. We're in game oh, yeah. now. Look at that segue, hey? 
Look at that fucking yeah. segway smooth yeah. as butter. <laughs> I did kind of, I did kind of, I did kind of actually preempt that actually. Oh, That's why it came straight after. I so, did preempt that. <laughs> so, um, I put in the thing about it, but you did a li- uh, a lot more in the research of this. Yeah. Um. Well, let me just scroll back up to what I actually put because I did take a screenshot of the article I did find. But basically, the PS5 is due to release uh, next year around the holiday periods, so about this time, around mm-hmm. October, November, December time. And apparently, it's, you still get physical games and shit like that. It's going to have. Uh, you have a 100 gigabyte optical disk, which you can probably, apparently add and remove, which. You can also double as a 4K Blu-ray player as well on a new drive. That's also going to come. Mm-hmm. Um, there's also apparently you can basically choose which parts of the game you want to install. So if you want to just install the multiplayer aspect of the game, you can do that. You can just install the single-player aspect of the game if that's really what you're fancy. It's almost like you know it was Microsoft a couple of years ago when they were doing all this. Well, Xbox does something quite similar. If when you get to a certain installation percentage, you can say, "Oh, you can you can play it." Well, the but obviously, obviously, you can choose obviously... to download just the campaigns or an individual game or just the multiplayer or an individual mm. multiplayer out of the entirety of their catalog on that, and that's kind of like the test pilot for things going forward. Mm. In fact, they're also replacing the L two R two buttons with kind of like an adaptive trigger kind of thing. So when you pull it lightly, you get like a little gradual movement if you put it all the way you get like a like a vicious movement oh so like the xbox has since the xbox the xbox 360 and the xbox one yeah pretty much and even the gamecube had it to some (laughs) degree as well with their um triggers not triggers the 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 l and r buttons adapted to the sense that if you want to accelerate a car fast you will pull the trigger all the way back if you want to gradually accelerate you pull it slowly or if you want to hold a certain speed you just kind of hold it half in half out or but whichever. like like i said they've had that in on xbox since like the original xbox yep <laughs> for the players five years ago yeah. oh yeah i know i put that hashtag in earlier it's just like <laughs> fucking nailed it i just it, the <sighs> problem is I, th- I think that they they did say that with the um adapter triggers it'll be like i said if it's if you're pulling back a bow the the more you pull it back, the more like um, resistance you will get on the trigger, in a sense. So you mean so like it's... the um, the the 3D rumble that you get in um, in the triggers now on Xbox? Yeah, but you'll actually get resistance on the triggers as you pull them in, kind of thing. So that is kind of not what something Xbox has done, but it's a very similar aspect to what they I, have I currently. Don't th- I honestly don't think they're going to do it like that. I think what will happen is it'll be exactly the same as the Xbox, but they'll just call it different. Because... Mm. But... Like... Given the choice, I'd rather have triggers that give the feedback of pressure. Why not having a resistance on it? Because if you've got bad fingers, like arthritis, or oh, yeah, you have you're not bad joints, that's gonna trigger. fuck your it's gonna fuck your fingers up. Yeah, it's a nice idea. Don't get me wrong. I, I, well, that's the thing but... as well. PlayStation Five. <coughs> I can see this being a really expensive console because of all the shit they're telling you that's coming in it, and it's gonna be a PS3. PlayStation yeah. 2 did amazingly well. PlayStation 4 did amazingly well. But Sony have got this very bad habit of bringing out a console after a good console 
with all these extravagant grand like Blu-ray players and stuff like that in their console, and then it being expensive and pricing themselves out of the market. Whereas the 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 Project Scarlet, I can imagine they'll find a way to make it cheaper, even if it means them selling it for like fucking nothing. Back mm. off it. They'll do it like that just because they want to win, and it'll it'll hurt Sony. And I want it to hurt Sony because. Their architecture for doing um, everything that they've been doing is just shit. They they locked everyone's account <coughs> to a name when they first did up the PlayStation Network multiplayer framework. So you rather than change... an AM, rather than like an ID number kind of thing. Yeah, in a sense, or an email. And it, well, an email and an ID number that then creates, uh, then links to the um, username you pick. But um, yeah, apparently their framework was so fucking nickel and dime and fucked that they had to beta the um, thing because they never thought they would do anything like this. Whereas Microsoft were very always open to making things work. And then the crossplay element was just something they could do anyway because they aren't idiots and lock off uh, your name to account. So it works. One thing the PS5 has apparently been confirmed to have, I'm not entirely sure what that actually is, because I'm not that exactly with down the lingo tech savvy, but there's ray tracing. Oh, and right, ray tracing. not entirely sure what that actually is. Uh, well, in Minecraft, it gives you a realistic texture and lighting effects. That's a bit like God rays, in a sense. But um, not God rays. Well, like gold, for instance. Gold blocks in Minecraft have reflections of characters and the scenery around them. Um, oh, I get you. Yeah, you so realistic lighting, uh, fire cast realistic shadows and stuff like that. The fire looks more realistic. Everything like that um, is what they're trying to do with ray tracing. And yeah, all right, you can say it's got all this shit and it's going to do all this stuff, uh, but that just pushes the price up. They've also con- apparently confirmed it's got a, a SSD as well, solid yeah. state drive. So uh, this this is going to be an expensive machine. The solid state drives are much more expensive than standard hard drives. Even the hybrid ones that uh, you mm-hmm. can get are still quite expensive. I, I reckon this is going to be a £600 machine. Uh, well, I'd say at, at least, I'd say at least 600 I'll be, like be surprised if there's anything above 650 £700, to be fair. That is... well, considering, what is it, the 4K <coughs> terabyte Xbox One X goes for... Uh, four hundred ninety-nine, five hundred quid, mm. and that is currently the best console you can buy on the market. It does the most stuff that you can do. It comes with a four K Blu-ray player built in, which the PS4 Pro doesn't. Um, it's native four K as well, isn't it? The X1X? It is native four K. It's not the upscaled four K, which is what the PS4 Pro is. Um, this this is what uh, annoys me about PS5. They're going to do this. It's going to cost a fucking ton because Sony don't see that the gamers that they're targeting probably only have like three hundred quid to buy a new console with, mm. and they're going to price themselves out for a while until they get the revisions that are cheaper and they can push it in. And then they might make some headway back, but they'll price themselves out originally. And if Xbox is smart about this, they will smash the living fuck out of them this time. Hmm. Uh, well, they learn. That'll be the um. Next Microsoft question, have been learning if you look at it. Cause well, I'm going to be about Sony, but they learn. No, it took them this long to fucking finally get around to crossplay when they've now announced a new console's coming out next year. And this new console architecture won't be able to do crossplay. You watch. 
We have to bait her at first. Oh, you got you. Oh, for the players. <laughs> <laughs> oh, speaking of um, yeah. fuck boys, fuck Konami, <coughs> by the way. There's a hashtag on Twitter. It's when that is still a, that is still a thing ever oh, since yeah. um, Kojima left. Yep. So Silent Hill's got a new video game. Well, a new game, should I say? Uh, is that a, in the form of a slot machine? It's a fucking chance? slot machine. They did it a while ago with Pachinko for Silent Hill. A while back. Now it's Pachinko. a slot machine. That's that little the, coin the drop thing, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. little ball coin drop thing, yeah. Yeah, now it's a slot machine. Fuck well done, sake. Konami. Well fucking done. Really know how to uh, put your eye on the prize there. Really bankrupting yourself. I mean, they didn't do a really... Um... Job, good job with the um, with the Metal Gear Solid um, fucking God, what was it? I can't think of the game now. So it's the game's that bad. Yeah, survive. They, they basically they, they they basically just reused assets from Metal Gear Five: Phantom Pain and yeah, just well, made like a little survival tower defense shooter kind of thing. Do you know what they said about this? Fuck Ko- uh, Kojima. We don't need him or his stories. We can do our own in the Metal Gear universe, and it'll be just as good. Yeah, I'm still waiting for that. <laughs> Hang on. GG! Knew it! <laughs> you knew it was coming. Oh, I knew it was coming. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, so Konami, those fucking idiots. They're, I really don't know. They said that they're pulling away from the, the video game market. They're not really doing it anymore. Mainly because they lost Kojima and they are really not looking in the Western market and going, holy shit, if we just, you know. Sweet talk, Kojima, and, and did what we he wanted of us. We could have sold a fucking couple of billion copies of yeah, this game. Yeah, I very much doubt Kojima's going to go back to Konami. Oh, no, he's got his own production company. Sony. Is he got a um, to make a game? Oh, what's it fucking called? He's got. Is it Death Standing? He's doing it, man. Death Stranding. Yep. Kojima. Death Stranding. I was close. I was close. Okay. I said Death Standing. Missed that letter. Norman Reedus and uh, Benicio del Toro. The, you know the guys who were working on Silent Hills with Kojima. <laughs> So it's going to be a good game, then. Oh, it's going to be a good game, yeah. It's going to be really fucking mind-puzzlingly fucking hard to understand, but it'll be a good game. You know why? Because Kojima can make fucking good games. He can make things really mind-fucky and still make sense. Yeah. Well, kind of makes sense. You have to watch a YouTube video to fully explain it, but you get the gist. <clears throat> yeah. But, um, yeah, it's just, I don't know. I think there's some very old, short-sighted um, Japanese businessmen who don't understand the growing market of video games still and have decided they're going to pull back on what they know and just coast through. I wish them the best of luck in their future endeavours, then. When they retire, maybe the you know the next CEOs and stuff might be a bit more forward-thinking. That's the problem with uh, Japanese culture, which is why Sony and Marvel butt heads a lot with stuff like this, is because they're very... 1980s, 1970s kind of way of thinking still with how they do business. Mm. And we've evolved with a more dynamic and more uh, evolved, well, I wouldn't say evolved, more forward-thinking way of um, doing business and stuff in the future now. And they're not. And unfortunately, that's kind of where the problem is. They think, well... They've they've not got to the times of how things are run now because everything's more digital rather than... Physical. You know, physical. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it's just... Oh. But then again, you've got other companies on the other side of the extreme going too... Oh, you can't have that. You've got other people on the other end of the spectrum going too digital. Mm-hmm. 
which we'll get to later. So, um, next thing. Oh, my, my knees. Um, yeah, the, um... So, Fortnite Season 10 came to an end with an event called The End. And what happened in this event was there was a meteor and there was a lot of fuck up in time. I, I've been playing Fortnite on and off, alright? Just because I'm determined to play that game wrong. I don't build unless I have to. I don't build as a defense mechanism. I play the game how I play PUBG, but then with like, oh, I need it to go over this wall. Ramp. Or I need to get in this roof. Ramp. Or I need to get over to this rock over here. Floor. I don't build a big fucking stupid defense tap tower and try and jump over onto the other person's tower who's doing the same thing. I don't find fun in that. But, so, the island had a lot of this, like, time distortions and periods of time appearing in the wrong place. Even, like, whole areas like Gotham City, parts of Pandora from Borderlands, um, appearing where they shouldn't be on this island. And it all culminated, culminated in this rocket launching, uh, flying through one of the many rifts that had been formed throughout the uh, ten seasons of uh, content that's come through. Uh, it flew around for a bit, flew behind the meteorite, flew through the rifts over and over in such a way that, I think there was like seven ships, but they kept flying through so quickly that they dragged the meteor from time, the frozen time, because everything on the island, apparently the time's frozen there. So, um, the island still works, everyone can still move around and stuff, but, like, the meteorite's just suspended in time and space. And they dragged that through a rift onto this thing that, if you read the lore of it, and, I mean, there is some deep lore in Fortnite, some deep sci-fi fucking lore, about zero point energy and um, this other world universes, multiple dimensions. Um, and they dragged this meteorite into this zero point sphere that had been exposed after um, someone basically built a giant fuck off Power Ranger Megazord and fought like this a big fucking. Like a, sing like a singularity of sorts. Yeah. And they smashed this meteorite into it, it explodes creates a black hole in the middle of the island sucks everything off including the player, the battle bus and everything disappears and then for nearly 30 to 48 hours people were sat watching a fucking black hole on the game I shit you not for like two days straight from like Sunday night till yesterday morning at the time of recording this is a Wednesday it's so Tuesday morning from Sunday night to Tuesday morning People were watching a fucking black hole with an event horizon corona sphere and occasional numbers turn up on it for a code. God. For 48 hours nearly. You guys watched that, hoping that this ship was coming back. It did. It's dedication for us. Yeah, basically, it, if you start the game up after the black hole event happened, um, it basically just kind of big bangs into a new universe. So, as far as I know, it's a different universe. Um, the island is different, completely new island. Uh, it's actually a lot of fun as well, because people aren't really building stupid great big towers against me. 
Everyone's still trying to figure out where the best place to move and stuff is. There are now bots in the game as well. They're very <coughs> definitely bots as well. How do you tell if they're a bot or not in the game? Well, if you shoot them, they build a wall, then carry on running, then you shoot them again, and they still haven't shot you back, and they start healing. Nice to say it's probably a bot. Mm. One thing they have stated, though, is that they've left um, some of the new stuff out of the patch notes. They've even said they want the community to find new things out on their own without having to be drip-fed it. Hmm. Well, swimming's in the game. Um, so it's um, uh, boats and gunboats, isn't it? Yeah. Well, it's one boat, but it does like fire rockets. And you can take it over land for stupid reasons. It just costs durability of the boat. So eventually it will break. Hmm. Um, well, yeah, the, um, the ability I found quite early on was if you jump while sprinting in water, so if you're swimming full pelt with the sprint button held down, and then jump out of the water, you'll kind of do like a dolphin dive, do a big front call pull, which speeds you forward. And if you keep doing that, you can kind of like properly get some speed going to get you going faster through the island, which is great if you're on the wrong side of the island. You need to move get across quickly. Or, or if, the, um, if the storm's closing in on you, you need yeah. to get back out and dodge quickly. It makes a lot of noise. It is a very, like, you can definitely see someone's doing it. But um, it's really quick as well. And the fact that also the rivers have currents. So they, if you're going the same way as a current as well, that will speed you up as well. If you swim against the current, vice versa. Uh, I also found out that there are these slurp tanks, which um, there used to be like a chug jug or something like that. I think it was called a slurp juice. And when you drank that in the game, it slowly ticked up health and stuff. Or shields, depending on which one you didn't have enough of. If you didn't have any shields, it would give you shields. If you had... No shields and missing health, it'd fill your health first and then give you shields. There are these things called like slurp barrels that are knocking around that just like look like uh, beer barrels. If you destroy those, they cover you in slurp juice and give you a bit of shield or a bit of health. Which I found that one out myself and wasn't in the notes and not really thrown forward. Mm. Um, like I said, I played quite a lot of the new Fortnite map because it's, it's fun. It's not annoying. Uh, and... Yeah, I I think it should be alright. It's kind of still on the decline, though, because uh, the amount of bots I get in a match... It's still I'm, pretty high, I'm guessing. Well, I'm getting like four or five kills a match and coming in like second place, or third place, or tenth place. I'm I'm getting top ten quite easily, not building shit. And I'm picking off people really easily on the Switch. And it's like, hmm, I don't think the player base is as huge as it used to be. Nope. Definitely seems that way, and I, I definitely think that there are definitely uh, some some great fall off. Um, yeah, speaking of as well, while this event happens, like customer service for Epic Games, Fortnite, Nintendo, Sony, uh, wherever basically that Fortnite was on, got hounded with, with people going, "Where's all my stuff? Have I lost my stuff? Have I lost my progression? What about my characters? What do I do? Because uh, 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 it was about five. Mm. And they had to <laughs> release a statement <laughs> saying, do not worry all your purchases, your V-Bucks, your inventories for uh, skins and wraps and characters are all safe and secure. Oh, thank God. <laughs> I'm going to go back now and stare at a black hole for another day or two. But for, yeah, for like two days, though, I imagined it was the best time in the world to be a parent. 
Because your kids finally came out of the fucking bunker that was their room. And we're so like, it's like, oh so it's my god, like, the sunlight! So it's kind of like a, hi mum. Jesus Christ, you're out your room! Hi, you've had enough fortnight? Yeah, I got fed up a sent up black hole. <laughs> Can we play Monopoly? There's like, glass smash. <laughs> you what? Hey, I really you want to play, play some a, you want to play, you want to play some, a board game? Actually, I'm gonna go. Out, I'm gonna go out in the street and have a bike, bike, bike ride with little Jimmy. Yeah, it was so like for two days. I think that was probably the best time ever for like, especially those. But then also the worst because it would probably kind of like how when the Spice Girls stop playing music and like take that finished and all these big respected bands of like the teenage kids and girls and stuff went. Um, mm. It causes, like, trauma. They are legitimately, like, upset by the fact that, like, this is gone. And the word, there were, like, literally people, like, oh, my God, it's gone. And I, I literally tweeted, like, it'll be back within a fucking week or two. Uh, in fact, let me pull up the tweet. I can find it. But I, I just... I, <coughs> like I said, I just really enjoyed just shitting... On this a bit. I even put one of my uh, stream Twitter um, Twitter things for like, oh, come and check me out, blah, blah, blah. And it's like, some people are staring at uh, black holes. I'm going for some chicken playing PUBG. And, um... Didn't um, the, the Pornhub Twitter saying, we got better black holes to look at on our site? Oh, we, we got better holes to stare at. <laughs> um, so the tweet I put was, as much as I wish Fortnite was dead, you know that fucking thing's back within the week stealing your kids' souls again? Yeah, you're not wrong. I wasn't. And that was two days ago, so... And what, the game's been back up since yesterday, see, so... See, I was expecting something to be along Thursdays. That's when they technically used to, they usually do up- updates for the game. Well, apparently Patches, they do it Tuesday and Thursday, according to uh, other people. Okay, so... That's half right. <sighs> But yeah, so apparently, um, <coughs> huh. this one, next one is you. So, a player yeah, I spends... Really, I haven't really dove too deep in this one, but it's just, just something that popped up in my um, YouTube recommendations. $150,000 on a shitty Transformers mobile game. Ouch! Yeah, whether he, if he's got disposable income, then, again, that's his choice, but even still, hundred and fifty grand on a mobile game. It was probably free to play as well. It was free to play, if I remember correctly. Oh my god! But someone did, I saw I saw one of the comments on the YouTube section, and basically it's saying, "Still spend one hundred and fifty thousand dollars on Autobots, you know, Decepticons and all that shit. Why not just get yourself a three sixty and buy a Transformers game for for the PS two or the Xbox and save yourself like, or I don't know, one hundred and forty nine thousand five hundred dollars." Well, the thing and is, still be you... still be able to play as all the um. Robots. You could have bought all the consoles that they came out on, all the games they came out on, all the figures, including quite a lot of limited edition ones, and still had a bit of money left over. Probably 40, 50 grand, I'd say, left over. Yeah, I mean, because they're not selling for more than a couple of grand each, the really expensive ones. No. And it's just like, just, if you're that hard for Transformers. <laughs> <laughs> I just realised how funny that was. 
<laughs> if you're that hard for Transformers, just just go and buy the shit. Don't fucking spend it on a wanky mobile game. So I think it's one of those horrible card battle games or something like that. Uh, or like um, it's kind of like a um turn based. It's like a turn-based thing, yeah. It's, um, oh, you, choose your, you choose your Autobots or Decepticons, make your own little team kind of thing. And but if you want the four-star Optimus, robots. you need to get this card pack at $20 each. <laughs> with, a point, with a less than 1% chance of getting Optimus Prime SSJ or whatever. Oh, yeah, no, no, we'll get onto those bitches later. Don't, don't try and jump in front with that one. But yeah, no, <laughs> fucking... The guy has got way too much money if he's spending that much on the game. And a girl. And to be fair, it's a guy. You know it's got to be a guy. No it's woman's going to like sanely do that. You know what they're going to spend one hundred and fifty thousand dollars on? And this is stereotyping, Makeup. but fucking true: uh, shoes or handbags, or hair care, or hair care products and makeup, or all four. Ba- yeah, all the others. Like there is a, a person I know. Oh, I'm gonna, I'm gonna get my nails done. Hang on. And they're forever buying fucking shoes. I'm like, why? Why do you need shoes? How many shoes have you got? About 100. Why have you got 100 shoes? You've got two feet. Well, it's like, how many do you wear? Do, what? How many do you wear regularly? I don't know, about four pairs. And it's like, so what's the other fucking 98 for then? I like well, it. I've got, well, I've got one for Monday if it's raining. I go out with Tanisha down sugar, I don't know the loaf. I've got another pair on Monday when it's sunny. I go down part with Rohundra and for the fuck ever reason. These are my work shoes. These are my playing out shoes. These are my playing out shoes when it's raining. These are my playing out shoes when it's Do you know how many pairs of shoes I own? Two. Four. I have two pairs of trainers, work shoes, and my dress shoes, which go with my suit. I have two pairs of shoes. That's it. I have a pair of trainers and a pair of work shoes slash dress shoes. The only reason I have the dress shoes that go with my suit is because I had to buy them for this fucking award ceremony where you started going to four years ago. That I spent a lot of money on. <laughs> so I keep good care of those shoes. They're really nice shoes. They hurt my fucking feet. <laughs> I don't know, they're about 30 quid, but they still hurt my fucking feet. Alright, it's a good night out. It's great. We get to look really smart. Um, it's a staff bonding thing. But fuck me, is that a lot of pomp and circumstance? And then you, you've got women buying shoes and it's like, well, I've got this one for when the end game scenario happens and it's the one time I need to wear them. I've got this set over here for when Galactus comes into the fucking universe. I've got this one for when Twilight comes on and I want to feel like a classy bitch in front of my boy Edward. And you're like, what? <laughs> <laughs> This one's for fucking Mr. Grey. I just... <coughs> I don't understand it. I don't either, but... I mean, alright, women do shit on us guys for like buying numerous amounts of video games and collectibles and stuff like that, but there's a, there's a purpose just, to them. Yeah, it's a hobby. I mean, you're right, you can technically say shoes are a hobby and they are practical, but... The amount of times they wear them, that's what annoys me, is when people are getting... That's, that's a very thin grey line. I would say shoe collection is a hobby. It's more of a hobby than it, yeah. I mean, people go, you buy video games. I'm like, yeah, but I play video games. 
do, do you play shoes? Do you take your shoes out of the closet and put them on and run around and pretend to be something else? No, you leave them in the cupboard and occasionally wear them for a wedding or something to go with one of your 50 dresses you've got. Down the you, local Chinese or whatever. Yeah. It's like you don't wear them to the fucking Tesco and back just because you're feeling fancy that day, do you? No, you wear your fucking Converse or your, your Vans that you've got. <laughs> or your Ugg boots. Yeah, or the fucking Ugg boots. <laughs> Fucking hell. Can we just talk about how ridiculous those things were? Oh, fuck. They're like, they're like f- fucking huge-ass fluffy Wellington. Yeah, which are completely and utterly useless in our climate. When it rains, it rains, it's muddy, it's fucking shit weather. Those things are going to look like a fucking cocker spaniel that's ran into a giant puddle of mud. And they're not going to be as easy to clean. I mean, if you want some weird shoes, there is um, a, probably I completely mispronounced this. I think they're called. I think they're called mucklucks. <laughs> basically, but basically they're a type of snowshoe. Oh. They're apparently really, really warm. I think it's the. I think the Inuits wear them. All oh, right, I thought I thought you were like mucklucks. Like, what the fuck kind of racist slur? Yeah, M M M U K L U K S. They're a very warm snow boot. Snow boot. Yeah, the thing with those are they're designed to be used in that kind of environment. Yeah, that's, what, that's what I mean. They they look weird, but they are designed to do what they're designed to do. Yeah, I mean, this is like in the climate you can buy them. Fur slapped on the outside of a yeah, like you said, a, basically a welly, and then it's like, oh, we're going to charge you eighty quid for him for a Wellington. Yeah, for a fucking Wellington. It's like GG, fucking, fucking twice. <laughs> Can we get the trifecta by the end of the podcast? I oh, think we can. Well, I think we could. I think we fucking can, actually. So, um, we'll move on, because, you know, we tangented. Still got a fair few topics as well. Highly exactly. Uh, Pokemon Shield and Shield... Pokemon. Pokemon. Got a Pokemon. That sounded fucking gross. Pornhub. Pokemon Sword and Shield devs. Can't fix, uh, well, fill a, a Pokedex or put the Pokedex in the game. The game is apparently also 10 gigs, which is five more than uh, Pokemon Let's Go. Um, even with like a thousand people working on the game. But the reasoning that I've heard about this is the thousand people, probably about 500 of them may be on localization for different countries because there are a lot more countries now from what there were 10 years ago or even five mm. years ago. Uh, that are playing Pokemon. So, so localization are we all down to um, translation or whatever? Oh yeah, like other things. You think you've got a Korean team, you've got a, a Spanish team, you've got a German team, you've got a Russian team, you've got uh, an English team, you've got a French team, you've got an African team, you've got an Egyptian team, you've got all these different countries <clears throat> that Pokemon is guaranteed to come out and guaranteed to sell well that needs localization for it. And while people are going, wow, they've got this many people are working on it and they can't get all 800 Pokemon in, it's like, no, no, they really can't. Apparently, the the stuff they're adding to the game, the size of the game is really, like, like vast and some of the things that they've added that they want to do is very good for going forward and if they can add more Pokemon in later on then yay but um, I think that maybe the file size as well might be due to this localization you think of how many different uh, 
megabytes of text files and if there's any speaking in the game at all uh how many uh re-recorded voice lines for different um countries and continents that's going to take up a couple of gigs oh definitely yeah so you might not see that content but it's there it has to be there you can't, you're not going to get the base game and then have to download the fucking German patch. It doesn't work like that. I mean, it could, but it doesn't work like that. It never works like that. Everything's on the disc or everything's on the car or everything's downloaded at fucking once. It's all there. And, um, yeah, I, I definitely think that this Pokemon game, yeah, I mean, it's a misstep on the fact that they couldn't get all the Pokemon in. But if it's a good enough game... And people review it highly and that. I'll pick it up and try it. I want it to be good. I like Pokemon. Am I going to buy it straight at launch? No, not really. I'm going to wait for some reviews and see what they say. Because if there's some new and interesting features that make me want to play the game, I'll do it. So Animal Crossing, for instance, that game is a fucking great game. It just works. Everything about that game since the first game has been brilliant. And they've just iterated. They've just added new things. In the last game of it, I was the mayor of my town. In the new game... I'm basically building the town from scratch on an island. That sounds fucking great. I love it. <laughs> I get to be the mayor and I get to build the houses and I get to make the people move in and I get to like craft and stuff like Minecraft. But it's Animal Crossing. That sounds great. And if Pokemon can give me that kind of hope and that kind of gameplay. Kind of bit, more, bit of freedom to do what yeah. you want to do. If they can give me like that kind of feel <clears throat> that this is new and this is great it's something that i like but it's also got this new feature that really wants me to play it for 20 30 hours because of it then that'd be great but i don't think they've done enough and that's just from what i've seen the gyro maxing or giga maxing or whatever the fuck it was called i forgot what it's called now something maxing dynamaxing that's it dynamaxing sounds like something you do after dyna rodding a fucking drain Alright, I've cleared the blockage, now I'm going to Dynamax it and make sure it works great. But, yeah, I, I don't know if that's going to be enough. Kind of, because it's basically just like the, the um, Pokemon Go raids. You know where you get, like, the giant fuck-off, giant CP Pokemon going, I'm going to fuck you all, and then you smash it, and it shrinks down mm. to a normal-sized Pokemon. Basically, that's what the Dynamaxing is. In the game, it's the same kind of thing. But they have this new version of ow fucking doing stuff um but i don't know i'm i'm i love pokemon but i'm not very optimistic about this this one and it's also the english region as well that they fucked up on gala region is based on england it's confirmed yeah. as well there's wheezings with top hats You know what I am excited about, though? Hmm, so, PUBG Season 4 just wrapped up, like, yesterday. And they've just dropped now the Season 5 trailer, which, because they have, like, a couple of weeks off, it's kind of like the Fortnite thing. They have, uh, well, not as hardcore as, as Fortnite was, where they had three days between the end of one season and the beginning of another. Uh, this one is like, it comes out on the 23rd, so you've got like a week until it comes out. Funnily enough, the 23rd is also the time I go on the awards. So I won't be playing PUBG that night. Fuck. Well, um, so they dropped a trailer that's Miramar Focus, which is the second map of the uh, the four. 
the big desert map. <coughs> and uh, this one, I can't remember what the fuck the season was called now. Um, Badlands, I think it was called, something like that. Something like that. And um, they they showed you all these different things, like um, basically spike strips that you can throw down and pop tires on cars with. Um, oh. Chucking cutlery is in axe throwing. Um, the Win 94, which the Winchester is apparently a really good gun, but I hate the iron sights and the fact you can't attach scope. Um, there's a scoped variant, or it's going to have a default scope on it, like, kind of like the VSS. Um, hmm. It's um, looking like that's going to make the the gun a lot more, because it's like, I avoid that gun like the fucking plague. Same as shotguns in the game. I avoid those like the fucking plague, because I don't use them, because they're really bad. Um, they're a lot better now, but this, I still would rather try and attack someone with a pistol than shotgun them. Um, they also showed this mechanic where you can throw items at people. So, uh, instead of just dropping them on the floor like you do now, you can literally just chuck it at them. I suppose you could also use that as a means of um, diversion as well. Well, I think... And it comes around, you throw it around a corner and hear a little clink of a weapon on the ground, and you just kind of well, yeah, it's like I I don't know if that's uh, going to be the thing with like throwing axes on the same kind of thing, where it's got like a dedicated throw button, where you equip it and then throw it, or or what? But it'd be cool because you can like throw med kits, you can throw ammo. I don't think you can throw guns, but um, I like the idea that it's like shit. I'm low on ammo here. Throw you twenty, and yeah, I mean you'll see it because it's got like the animation of the box flying across and stuff like that, and you catching it and then loading it. Or getting the thing, so it's like, oh, I'm downed. I'm in the smoke. You pick them up. They go to a tree away from you. You throw them a, a first aid kit to heal up while you're laying down the cover fire. Um, it's it's gonna definitely expand the dynamic a bit more, and it's, it looks good. <coughs> I'm very excited for this. I might be purchasing the fucking season pass again. There's the one battle royale that I consistently buy a, a battle pass for because the content's good and I want to support them. PUBG has always yeah. been consistent with its gunplay. Uh, the maps... Sanok can die in a fire. I don't like Sanok. Vikendi's a really good map. Miramar needs rebalancing and readdressing, but that's what they're doing in this uh, season as well. And it seems like the next season after will be the remastered version of Miramar. Because that's what they did with Erangel. They did like a rebalance and retool. And then they came out with um, like the story focused trailer for uh, Erangel and then remastered it all at the same time. So like all the villains were made different. All the, uh, the gun placements were changed up to make it fairer. They added new areas. Um, and they just made it a lot more fun to the existing map still plays the same but now you've got like a few extra options and i like that and if they can do that with miramar and make it more fun because at the moment if you don't have a vehicle on miramar you're just fucking running because it's a big fucking map and if they can make it a bit more accessible a bit more fun uh i think it would be great i think that's what they're gonna have to do and people have been like saying fix miramar miramar needs readdressing because the loot table's low so like You'll go to an area you might not find a gun for the first five buildings you're in. Because uh, there's a lot of buildings. Or um, loot's all focused in this one building. 
and it's everywhere else is bland kind of like what i just said but like the other way around um or it just takes too long to traverse and stuff like that so anything they can do to fix those complaints will keep the player base happy and bring back players as well because um the remaster did and i'm happy about that so um Let's get into some more negative shit, shall we? We're doing like good, we've bad, gone, good, bad. We've, we've gone from happy, now we're going to an unhappy. Mm-hmm. Well, I'm assuming most people wouldn't, well, unless you're living under a rock, most people should know this, but the, um, the Blizzard and Hearthstone PR nightmare they've had over the last five days, almost a week. Um, so, from what I can tell, during a Hearthstone tournament, uh, one of the players was very negative about China. Uh, the casters and that didn't really seem to stop him which um the the point of the tournament is they're not meant to really bring politics into it um the player then was subsequently banned for a year and had his prize money taken away from him um q a hundred percent backlash uh at activision and blizzard uh, respectively, um, for this, they released then a very janky statement, which um, says, "Okay, we were basically telling, basically did this because we we don't want politics in our things. The the casters who were there should have really shut that down because it's not a place for them to be doing their politics and stuff like that. We agree everyone has the right to free speech, but you shouldn't be doing it in a tournament." Um, the player will have instead of a year suspension will have a six month suspension and his prize money he won will be returned to him because he won it fair and square so we they also stated they also say that they acted uh, rashly in his punishment yeah but the the thing is as well china is one of their biggest markets so they've kind of got to suckle at the teat of china otherwise it, it's a big whack in their profits hmm But was it? Uh, whose tweet was it? It might have been uh, the Epic CEO, possibly. Uh, Tim Sweeney, is it? That's Tom, right. Tim Sweeney. Yeah. He said um, he wouldn't have to worry about us um, censoring your political views. Us, all I can think of as well, since you're owned by Tencent by 45% and they're a Chinese-based um, company, of course well, you'll say that. The, the thing that I've noticed as well, which someone else noticed, and I watched a video on this, um, when they had like the LBGQT, WTTQ thing. Yeah, uh, it wasn't broadcast in some countries. Yeah, for um, because it was it's frowned upon in some countries, unfortunately. Yeah, so I mean, while people are, it's kind of like saying, while you're getting the things you want to see. It is censored in other places because they don't want to see it. Now I understand that kind of thing. Them making sure yeah, the for audience cult- for culture and you know yeah the, the religious, audience religious is views correct. Um, but yeah, I think that all right. The the player shouldn't have shit talk China and the problems that are going on there. It's not that platform to talk about it. He's there to play a game. Uh, I think the ban is fair. The taking the prize money away wasn't. Because if he won it fair and square, there was no cheating involved. His views shouldn't reflect his gameplay. Nope. 
So giving him money back, fair. Six month ban, fair. Year ban, not fair. So with them going back now six months, fair. Um, they. I forget who it was. Well, another um card based um game also offered to um cover the uh, cover his lost winnings because of what actually happened, and they also sent away a personal invite for a five hundred thousand dollar tournament for their mm-hmm. card game. That's probably probably magic or something like that. Yeah, it, no, it wasn't magic. It was um, no. Um, I f- can't think what it is now. I have to look after the podcast unfortunately because it's getting on like an hour and a half already. Yeah, we've, um, still got, we've still got a fair few topics to do. Well, yeah. So then after this, Overwatch came out on the Switch yesterday. Really good port, by the way. I have it. It's fucking great. I got my first quad kill on it. Uh, I put it on my Twitter. Yeah, uh, Diva. Pretty beast. It was great. I had to record it off my phone though because. I couldn't record the clip on Switch. It doesn't support recording on that game. Some games Not it does. Yet. Some games it doesn't. Uh, no, I don't think it will. Because um, that's a shame. Um, Fortnite doesn't do it either. I think it takes too much up to have that function enabled. But um, I'm playing mainly as Diva. She is as beast as I remember. She's a tank role, but she's an offensive tank or a defensive tank, depending on how you play her. She's not just a, I take damage. She's a, I will take damage and put some out there too. Or I will sit back and stop you getting through here. And that was one of those things we were pushing the objective. Um, the, the, the new thing they've added since I last played it as well, you can basically commend people on their sportsmanship, their leadership, and their team... Um, companionship i think it is so it's like if they're a good teammate if they are um good at following orders and working together or if they're good at taking charge and leading you can then give them like basically kudos and you get a bit more xp yeah, for kudos points. yeah um i got like so many for teamwork playing this diva because i would literally go in there put down the fire, make it so people had to focus on me, use my defense matrix which like basically just soaks up all the bullets and anything projectile based that isn't energy. So if it's like a, like a nano ball or something that's... Um, like ballistic kind of thing. Yeah. If it's, if it's a ballistic shot that isn't energy based on its own. So like um, Zarya's like pulse beam laser thing that fires a constant beam. I can't defend against that. I can't defend against Symmetra's little... A zappy gun thing, and there's a woman, Moira. She fires like energy balls. They don't get stopped by it, but everything else I can pretty much shut down and stop people from getting hit by. So I was just like wading in, sitting in front of everyone. Just here's the sound of my fucking gun. Put the shield up, defense it, keep walking forward. Somebody's playing like um an area effect heal guy. And he just keeps healing me as I'm just stood there taking everything that they're throwing at me. It was such a fucking good game. I love it. I absolutely love it. I wish my capture card and my PC worked in sync properly that I could show you all this being played because I fucking <coughs> love it. I'm I'm tempted now to buy Overwatch on the Xbox again just so I can stream it. Because I think I can sync my accounts if I do it that way. But um, Diva got such a buff. She's so fucking hardcore now. Like, and... People say, oh, no, but you can't really main on Overwatch. You can fucking main D.Va if you really tried. My other favourites are Junk Rat because uh, he's a very, like, splash damage um, kind of person. The um, yeah. 
Soldier 76 plays kind of like a Call of Duty guy, but has healing, uh, has like a grenade launcher rocket thing. Uh, and then he has aimbot for his special. <laughs> um, so those are like my three that I, I will go to. Um, then there was this weird centaur robot thing. I can't remember her name. People who are Overwatch fans, I'm sorry. I literally only just started playing it after uh, I stopped playing when Anna was in because the Xbox lobbies were so toxic at the time. Um... But yeah, they released like Anna, who was a sniper that was also a medic sniper, so she could shoot you and heal you. She could trank people and put them to sleep. Uh, I can't remember what a special was. But then like they released like eight characters after that, and I have no fucking idea what these guys do. But the um the other like tank character is this centaur robot with a giant fucking gun, and it's just like diva but more precision and more damage. So you just stand there go da 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 again, just fucking dackering the shit out of people. Um, that's a fun character to play as, but she doesn't have anything really defensive that will last. You can throw, like, a little barrier shield out, um, and you can kind of, like, fortify yourself so you take less damage, but everyone who knows who you are will, like, aim at you straight away, and for me, I played so much as D.Va on the, the one, I was able to just, like, put my head back in that space and just know when I needed to, like, fire up the defense matrix for a second or two. Soak a bit of damage. Um, fire out. I think they added something that I can't remember being in there before, which is the um, like rocket pods. It fires like a, all these rockets at people. I can't remember that being there before. Uh, I can't remember what that other button was though. Um, but fight firing them at people while daiquiring as well is great because they're not really like Gatling guns. They're like Gatling shotguns, so they just fire like large area of effect bursts at people. And then the fact that I can like burst fire like forward into them and knock them about as well. So if people just piss me off, I fly at them with my shield going, fire my rocket pods, and then just as my rocket pods finish, start daiquiring. This is how much I love playing as Diva. Right? She's my mm. favorite game character in Overwatch for that one reason whatsoever. If she came to Smash Brothers, I think I'd have to main her because we're on about making an Overwatch character come to Smash Brothers, um, and I'd, I'd love it to be her or Tracer. Tracer would probably work better, to be honest, because of our zippy, zippy doodah <coughs> shit that she can do. Uh, but Diva would be a close second, especially if her like special is just fucking nuclear eject. Uh, but uh, yeah, good, good like port, very good ports of it. I I didn't see any slowdown, didn't feel any slowdown. The graphics definitely took a hit, but not enough to like put you off playing it. Um, GG for Blizzard in that one. You did well in that respect. Unfortunately, you kind of fucked up PR wise, and it might have affected how many people are playing Overwatch. To be honest, on Switch, but I hope that it recovers because it's a really good game. The Switch port is a really good game. Um, mm. it's great. Speaking of uh Switch ports, by the way, there are some rumors going around, especially with like. Overwatch being such a good port, The Witcher 3 being such a good port, um, doing really good ports of Doom and uh, Wolfenstein and st all these big AAA games that are like, noted for their massive graphical fidelity and smooth FPS coming with a reduced graphical fidelity but still got the FPS and gameplay that everyone expects. Uh, Metro series, the first two games, apparently the Redux, which were improved graphics, slightly altered gameplay, 
to uh, get around some of the obvious bugs from the first two games when they were first released. Mm. Apparently, there's a rumor that they're getting ported to the Switch, which would be really cool. Actually, I'd, I'd like to see those. They're not. I've, I've played both. They're good games. Yeah, they are really good games. I've not played the uh, the next one. I've got the Game Pass. I might download it and try it. Uh, the most recent one is um. Exodus. Was it last Exodus? Yeah. Yeah. Um, I mean, I played. I played. I played the first two. The first on, two. Um, I played it on. Like, was it Hunter mode? The. Oh, the, the hardest. Uh, the hardest mode, no HUD. You know. Yeah, that is. So again, you take more damage, but you deal more damage. So mm-hmm. it's kind of a it's a trade off. But. You're like um, last cannon. Yeah, basically. But yeah, so I remember playing. I haven't quite got to the end on the hardest difficulty mode in the first one, but it definitely keeps you on your toes. I mean, I, I played through it on normal difficulty, and there was one bit. I think it's a library. Now, stop me if I'm wrong on this. But these are really hard, bastard enemies in this library like area. And you're kind of outside a little bit as well, so because the, the area's exposed. So mm. you're going like going through your filters, which have got like so much of breathable air before you have to change your filter. And you're trying to sneak through this library, but you set one of these fuckers off, and it's like, oh shit, I've got now gonna use all my ammo to kill this one fucking thing. I think I know where you are, yeah. And that uh, is that, is, that, just to get through. is that after is that after the bit where you have to um drop the chandelier down to get through. I don't know. It's been there while... I mean, years since... Because that, that bit pissed me off. I was like, how I'm, the fuck do you get through here? It's like, I, was, I, was, I, was, I must have been around a good half an hour trying to find ways over jumping, you know, squid through gaps. Like, no, no, no. So I thought... <sighs> Google! Well, I mean, I was outside for a are while. You fucking, are you fucking kidding me? It's like, saw shoot the chandelier. Those, saw one of those flying fuckers. I think I must have done it by accident. Mm. Well... Yeah, such such a good game. I mean, there are, there were certain bits that really pissed me off like that, but rough with the smooth, definitely. Yeah, yeah. I'm playing as Artyom. Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm assuming you play as him as the in the third one as well. I'm assuming. Yeah, well, technically you should be dead. Technically, yeah. I remember you dying at the end of the second one. I don't remember the end. Remember oh. the end of the second one. Well, the, I think the canon story is that you send the little kid back through, like the the kid monster through, like the, to their dimension. Mm. But in doing so, you sacrifice yourself because, like the, on another rival station comes and attacks your position, and it's kind of like an unwinnable situation. Oh, is that the, ah? No, actually, you can survive that. It depends whether or not if you've played a pacifist or a um. Oh, I was a uh, gung ho. Well, if, I, you, if I got you've got if, if you've wrecked. gone if you've gone for the whole entire game and you've not killed any other humans, the um, uh, dimensional beings will end up helping you find the fight the final battle. Because so you you get a little um scene where you can't do anything, you get shot and thrown down. You look over and all these dimensional beings just come out and just rip the sh- rip the shit out of the um. Well, fuck! I always thought I, I lost that one because you could oh, sacrifice um, yourself and. I'll have I'll have to double check it though, but I can't remember. I, I'm pretty sure I got the um. I'm pretty sure he survived on my play. I'll have to double check. Because I I knew definitely of two endings. One where you mm. sacrifice yourself got the good ending where your missus is talking about you to her daughter or son, 
Um, and then there's the the bad ending where uh, she's talking to her daughter about how everything went to shit. I didn't yeah. know I didn't know there was a third option where you could survive. I always thought that was it and done. That's why I'm like, holy shit, he's back in the third one. That doesn't make any sense. He fucking died. That's why I'm. That's why I'm double checking. Uh, I heard it on the M three sixty when it came on. I'm just gonna quickly check my achievements quickly. I do recall like a secret alternate endings, and that was on. I know Metro Games. One of them was on there. Hmm. I've got too many games in my game library. Well. Well, oh, by the way, um, with um, the um, crossplay ending, by the way, crossplay is now out of beta on PS4. It is live Ooh. on any game that can support it. Or has it on other platforms. So, potentially, Elite Dangerous could go with crossplay. See, I'm. I'll be intrigued by that, really. But would the cosplay allow you to have um, people on PlayStation 4 join your private group kind of thing? I assume they, it would be allowed because the server for Xbox, PlayStation, and PC is the same server. Yeah, true. You're just, like, sectioned off over the, the different networks because of um, the... Cro to be fair, I don't know why they haven't... They probably can't do PC, Xbox. Or they've not looked into it. But... I'm sure the console architecture is similar enough <clears throat> that you could do it. Um, but it would be intriguing to have like PlayStation users come and join us veterans and in doing stuff. But um, okay, there was an achievement for um, not killing anyone unless you have to. That was like seventy gamer score. I know there are like pacifist runs of it. Uh, so what was it with Metro Last Light? Was it? Yeah, it's the one I'm on about now. Last Light. I'm pretty sure that's the one we're on, is it? Metro Last Light. Second endings. one. Yeah. How many endings are there? There are two endings. How do you get the good ending? Oh, endings and achievements. Is the. Oh, don't care, go away. Uh, bad ending might shock you, but that was not the only ending. In fact, there was technically the bad ending that people usually get at the end of the game. As choices don't fret, the chances are you get... Uh, you wanted to get revenge on those characters. Uh... But yeah, I think there was like the, the bad ending was two choices. And then the good mm. ending was like you had to do the certain thing. Said all. Get free prisoners, spare surrendering soldiers, uh, don't kill a certain guy, uh, save everyone in the bandit tunnel, win the teddy bear back for the boy, take the gas mask off for Anna, listen to the little dark one, Bear Litinsky, or List. List it's, a, it's a fucking name I can't say. Listinsky? Mm. <clears throat> uh, practice trigger discipline, uh, leave Watchmen be in Red Square. Save Pavel, save Mother Bear, be charitable and eavesdrop, be good and get the good ending. Mm. Uh, all these moral points add up, but they don't really stop you from playing as loudly and killing as much as you want. 
Need any regards to key moments listed above? I guarantee you, you will get the redemption ending, which is what you want. Otherwise, you may be puzzled by the events that follow in Metro Exodus, which is why I'm like, why the fuck is he still alive? Because mm. for me, he he was very dead. Yeah, so one of the podcasts I could have a look on YouTube and see the ending. See if I can find the one I got. Yeah. But um, yeah, so um I've just, just got my battery one. But yeah, Elite yeah. Dangerous crossplay. Uh it'd be cool if they did it. I don't know if they will. I hope they do. Yeah, I mean I want them to, but I think I mean that... it, it mean it'd bring the whole entire Elite Dangerous community together. It would in a sense. It would be really cool. Um, but would, but would, be... their server, would, would their servers be able to take it? That's the thing. I, well, I think so, because they are running three different instances all at the same time. Mm. Just like have one gigantic mega server. Mm. Uh, so, we'll, we'll move on anyway to the last... Second to last. I just saw the other mm. one. <laughs> Lol. Second to last yeah. uh, thing about tonight. So... Yeah, we did touch on this last podcast, but then it was just speculation. Yeah, so we speculated last time that the Duke Nukem 3D music composer that was suing Gearbox might not have had a claim because uh, of contracts he he signed back then. But apparently, uh, what actually happened was when 3D Realms licensed the music, uh, they licensed it separately to the game. So yep. when Gearbox bought the game from 3D Realms and started selling it on Steam, they didn't actually buy the license to the music. So the guy they had the licensing for the games. Yeah, they had the licensing for the game. Uh, so there's a very credible um, potential lawsuit here regarding the the guy not getting his royalties for um, them on on lawfully using his content without permission because they didn't license it back off him uh 3d realms still have the license and unless they can get around it by saying well we own 3d realms so technically we own the license i think no, gearbox don't. are going to have to pay a lot of money yeah Ooh. but um it is kind of weird that they they did it like that that the license and the the game was separate i don't, don't understand how that works but this was the 90s when this happened, so um, it's odd how um, how this wasn't looked at when the gearbox bought it and went shit. What? Why? Can we get in contact with them and sort it out? Unless they just went, nah, fuck it, we'll deal with it when it becomes a problem. Oh, it's going to become a problem now. I mean, yeah, now it's a lawsuit. Um, if, especially if they sold millions because they've got the 360 version. There's, I think, there's a one version of the. Of Duke Nukem 3D, yep. um, pretty sure there's. There's at least a couple of different <coughs> versions on it on PC that uh, they own under Gearbox branding. So that will all add up, considering they'll have to probably reveal how many copies they've sold, uh, and, and not try and hide the numbers. Yeah, and then the damages for the composer will probably be like what? Say if we're generous, if we say it's a hundred dollars per unit sold if they sold like 10 million copies that's a lot of money that's, that's a, a lot uh, of uh, money hmm. um but yeah we'll keep an eye on this one still uh i did actually look up as well to see if we heard anything about the world's most expensive beer guy but it seemed to have stopped at that one article i can't find anything else 
Yeah. So, uh, yeah, we'll keep an eye on this one, though, and hopefully next podcast we'll have more to talk on this. And then, uh, lastly... Fuck EA. Yeah. Do you want to tell uh, me why we're fucking uh, EA, Dolph? Well, they've um, allegedly leaked data of 1,600 players. And there's the there's a, Yeah, there we go. There's the hat trick. <laughs> Would you like to explain to me what the fuck happened? Uh, apparently one of their... Um, can't English. Um, <laughs> apparently one of their um, things they did, they leaked data of 600 people. Because when there's um, something to do with some sort of um, date or renewal form or something, they, um, when you click the box to fill in, it was, um, it'd give you one else's um, details. So apparently it was a fuck up on their back end. Yeah. And their response was, um, we take your security very seriously. By <laughs> the old, um, you know, we're public sorry. PR. We're PR. sorry this happened. Uh, our surprise mechanics didn't account for this. <laughs> and we are surprised. <laughs> Can you imagine if it's just these 600 players who didn't actually buy loot boxes and they're the ones who get the fucking data? Well, that, that could be it as well, because, I mean, when you do <laughs> sign up for EA and stuff like that, you do need to give your email and password. Um, and your email account usually has, like, everything tied to you, like, your name and stuff like that. So there's a lot of information people can get by just fucking up something like not... Basically, they've got email addresses, they got got... Um... Or payment history, probably cards. I don't think it's payment. I don't think it's payment history or card. Nothing like that was leaked. It's just just um, alias data, like emails, uh, game attack, that kind of thing. Um, PSN network name. That's still enough to be annoying, though, because yeah, but they they did specifically say they did not have any credit card details or account details. Well, they least. say that now. Probably in a week, it's like actually we. Um... We, we made a boo boo. <laughs> yeah, it's like so we, we like leaked uh, the emails and gamer tags for sixteen hundred players, but then uh, twelve thousand people's uh, credit card information was online as well. Sorry, you you know that's going to come up, don't you? You know that's going to be the thing next. Yeah. And uh, you predicted you you seen the future again? I, I am seeing the future. They, they, <laughs> you need to fucking stop this seriously. I, I need to fucking <laughs> buy a lottery ticket. Is what I need to do. But um. I know for a fact that they were in ship recently as well because apparently the Switch port of FIFA 20 is basically FIFA 19. Oh yeah, I heard about that. It's basically a, a resold version of 19 but labeled 20. Yeah, there's, apparently there's, they, they changed some of the like the the My Player thing to be up to date with like the new version, but it's the same engine. It runs the same, has the same bugs, has the same hang-ups and stuff the, that causes the problems. It, it connects with the same uh, thing. It looks graphically the same. It, the menus are graphically the same. There's absolutely no difference apart from like the the My Player Story mode, which is being like cobbled into the FIFA 19 version. So, yeah, I mean, it seems like when it comes to EA and uh, who does the WWE games? Um... I'd like to say 2K. I could be wrong. When it comes to like those guys, they can't really do a Switch port without some kind of controversy. The um the Switch version of WWE uh, 2K19 was 
abysmal. Apparently, 10 frames a second was actually a good frame rate in that game. Um, really? Yeah. And apparently 20, uh, the people who used to make it, Ukes Media or whatever they were, Ukes Interactive, they they started like on the original WWF SmackDown games back on the original PlayStation. Uh, they have left to do their own version of a, a wrestling game. And it shows apparently because like some of the the graphics and the physics and um, polish looks worse than the the last year's one. <laughs> Completely like worse. Uh, apparently, there's memes of the Rock on WWE 20 looking just like dog shit because it doesn't look like him at all. <laughs> and I think that's what's funny about it is like <coughs> there's so much wrong with this uh, version of the game. And it's like, you can't keep doing this. You need to dedicate the time to make a proper conversion or don't release it. You can't release a shitty version of it and then try and patch it back to some kind of like decent running game. You're kind of your AI. Yeah. A good version of um, a port which started off kind of bad but is getting better as, as it gets patched. My time at Porsche on Switch. Ridiculously mm. long load times. It does pause a little bit when you're running around the main story like, world, but it once you get past those pauses and the long loading times, the game runs really fucking well. Um, it's not got voice acting, which it does on the Steam version, but unfortunately, the Steam version voice acting sounds really like the board. Because apparently they kind of had problems with developing My Time at Porsche. The money kind of ran out near the end. So the voice actors they got weren't the greatest which is, i think is why the switch version doesn't have the voice acting um and the pc one does but like you'll talk to someone and be like oh hey i uh, i'm just doing this today and you can tell that it was recorded in the studio as well it doesn't sound right the the mix is off for where you are um some of them are like, like really up on the mics as well so it doesn't mm. sound great. Um, but it's a good game. It's a really good game. It's like uh, what Stardew Valley should be if it was 3D. Um, uh, right, I'm I'm going to stop with the rambling now. So, fuck you. Yeah. Fuck Konami. Um, to, and the others we haven't. Yeah. Uh, Blizzard, get your shit together and... We'll keep an eye on the Duke Nukem thing. Hopefully, mm. next time, I'll be able to talk about the awards night, if I can remember it, because I'll be probably getting pretty pissed whether we win or lose. Um, uh, Bob, if she's feeling okay and she isn't feeling off, we'll be on. She's going to go to MCM... I think it's London. Uh, she was saying that Kiefer Sutherland's going to be there, so she's going to be meeting him. So she'll be able to talk about her interactions with all that and what she did there. Uh, hopefully Lala will be here and be able to talk about her holiday she had in the in the weekend. Yeah. She had a couple of weekends ago and what she did for P that. Maybe PK as well. If they PK as well, free. yeah. Um, we also might be able to find out Lala's view of the Fortnite blackout. <laughs> um, and how they dejected they were. Oh, we can't play oh, Fortnite, yeah. miss. He's <laughs> gone. Have you tried to turn it off and on again? <laughs> That's actually what they did, though. They turned the map off and turned it back on with a new map. But, um...
this is like literally i posted a thing in the in the chat um and it's called storm shredder and it's the most metal soundtrack for for fortnite and i'm like this needs to be on itunes i listened to that and i actually didn't really mind that actually i fucking loved it i'm like this needs to be like thingy i'm grinding fortnite just to get that one fucking track to place over the pirate fucking theme thing i got from the last thing Mm. So I'm not really into I'm not really into shredder pass. music, but that wasn't too bad. Yeah, I'm considering buying the season pass just so I can boost myself to get to that song. And I don't care that much about Fortnite, but it would make it so much better if that was the like the the lobby music, because it even has this sweet like slap bass in uh, like solo in the middle, and it's fucking great. I love that kind of music when the music's good, and the, like this solo effect. It kind of reminds me of a. A very slow down Dragon Force, but complicated. Not yeah. like fast and complicated, but like just complicated and slow. And it's just oh yeah, it's great. I loved it. But um, yeah, all right. Rambling, shutting up. So yeah, we, we need to we need to finish up now. My battery's down to five percent. All right. So uh, if you want to catch Dolph, he's at Dolphin Rapture on Twitter. I'm at Lost G. Uh, I'm at Lost G nineteen eighty five. When I can fucking say the words properly, uh, send us messages and questions about what you want us to talk about on the podcast or what you want us to discuss about on the podcast or if you have any questions in general you want to ask us um in reason, this, within reason obviously within reason don't be dicks um we're on the anchor app so if you want to leave us voice messages if your voice message is appropriate and not uh ridiculous we'll play it on the podcast live uh, recording um and that's all i've got for now so um yeah we'll see you in two weeks hopefully with a a vast array of people and um more stories yeah and catch you later thank you very much thank you bye-bye